in this week's podcast, I finally get around to doing a second volume of Rare Dreamcast games. Ill Bleed, Sega Extreme Sports, and Ball Breakers slash Moho take center stage. Welcome to Arcade Attack. <laughs> A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Panic Boom! Welcome listeners to another Arcade Attack podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm with Adrian. Hey, I'm back. I'm with James. What's happening? And I'm with Keith, who can talk. I can. Hello. <laughs> so we just had some gummy bears, and they were quite disruptive to the to the start time of this podcast. Well, fix the dent or something. <laughs> fix. They were like pretty nice. Fixing them. But thank you for that, James. Anyway, so pleasure. Before we talk about some Dreamcast games, a bit of a plea, if you will, Ooh. to all our to all our listeners. Uh, we've been doing a few years now. Uh, five and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the podcast started in 2016, but. A lot of people who listen to us won't know that our roots are actually in the written word. Mm. So it was uh, a folly of mine. I'm trying, I'm trying to like shelf my grammar here, which is very bad still. But um, a folly of mine back in 2014, and we started writing um, reviews and things. Uh, so you could say like that plus the podcast plus everyone we've got on board. So there's us guys, Dino, Tim, Jake, Andy, Chris McCauley, Charlie. There's, there's a lot of us around. So we're, more of a, we're more of a retro gaming network. We invite other content creators to come and, like, you know, if you want to write for us or jump on a podcast, things like that. Then, you know, we invite you down. Um, things kind of, it kind of crept up on us a little bit. So we're still using stuff that we bought back years ago. So we are. So my, uh, my desktop, I've been flogging it since about 2014, 2015. Um, these microphones are knackered. <laughs> it's, um, Dean's uh, MacBook has threatened to burn down his house on several occasions trying to render <laughs> videos for our YouTube channel. Um, so really, you know, we, we, we're going to improve our Patreon offering mm. as such. Um, firstly, so I'd like to thank all, the, all of our current yeah, podcast, yeah. Um, patrons today you know all, all of the, the stuff you contributed has, has like helped us pay for our overheads um, you know we've got an, uh, a nice better podcast recorder so these you know these things these things are happening but before our main income for slightly risque slightly dodgy sponsor posts so I'd occasionally get an email from someone saying oh you know could you like drop in a link to like a casino site and I'd be like yeah show me the money yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we want to move away from that we want to make the whole network kind of powered by our patrons. So, mm. so currently, what's our patron offering? So, two pound a month gives you early access to our pods, and, and, pods. and it lets you join our Discord as well. And a Discord, Which, yeah. Anyone can join our Discord, but it gives you um, patron pa- exclusive. There's forum. a patron only room, isn't there? Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, <clears throat> that. And then the five pound. You get to listen to early pods, early and you pods. get to join our Discord. Yeah, and, and you get some, there's some interviewee stuff that you did, like yeah. knowing, knowing me, knowing we, knowing you. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also a few news pods that James done. News pods that James done. I think news currently there's four chapters of my mum's brother. Naughty saucy book, book. Yeah. saucy book. So saucy stuff. If you guys like 18 plus content, it's worth it just for that, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, but there's a few things. So we've scrapped the top tier. So we've had we had a few top tier patrons. We've scrapped that because I don't really like the Patreon mode stuff. It was mm. we were we. We and Dean looked at it and we were like, 
What is going on, man? <laughs> so we're revamping our whole merchandise now. So our store is going to get a whole new revamp. Dean's going to help us power that. There's loads of good designs coming out. Hopefully by the time this goes out, everyone will be able to get on there, have a good look at stuff you like. You know, and Patreon. So this is the thing we're going to do now. So the £5 Patreon band is going to be high-powered, right? Eight. Well, eighty miles an hour, high voltage. An hour, how many? Yeah. How many gigawatts? <laughs> twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> Just twenty-one. Twenty-one gigawatts, man. So you know, we want your questions. We want to do live podcasts with you. So we're going to invite our patrons to to like text along, even jump on podcasts with us. I want to actually get our patrons on the show, so you can actually be part of Arcade Attack. Mm. Yeah. So this is all stuff. And also then, you know, we'll even chip in sort of discount codes for the for the merch store. So, you know, this is going to be a big, a big year for us. You know, we really need to kind of redo, you know, we need to we need to improve a lot of our gear here to, to keep the show going. Mm. You know, we well. want to do more videos. Like, my computer, I have to do videos in like three sections. So, so, <laughs> so this is volume two, like, of, of Rare Dreamcasts. By the time this goes out, volume one will be in video. Form. Ooh. Ooh. That was a pain in the butt to put together, <laughs> I'm telling you. But hopefully, with some new gear in the future, you know we can get these things out and we can get it there. So, so if you if you like the show, if you're thinking about um, you know potentially you know chipping in, uh, becoming a patron, I hope that has swayed you a little bit. If you want to check us a Kofi, buy us a Kofi. The link is in the the note. Kofi, extra Kofi, extra strong Kofi, latte Kofi. Yeah, you like a latte. I can't even say it. Latte, latte, latte. It will go in the coffers, and you know that you know it'll go towards improvements. All greatly received. So that was just my little plea. We'll put them in the show notes, can't we? With our all the links will be in the show notes. So yeah, however you guys, you know, keep listening to us. You know, just tell tell people about us. If you don't want to give us any money, just keep telling. You know, if you like it, just you know, tell people how terrible we are. Just any. Kind of, any kind of <laughs> these jokers are over, over 200 episodes and you've got how on earth are these jokers still around I mean actually? holy moly man you know <laughs> a, a quarter of a thousand episodes <laughs> which it's worth mentioning just quickly on that note where you mm. said about links and things there is a tidy little link that we do have which is if you go to the homepage on our Twitter or if you go to the, the homepage on the Insta uh, on Insta it's the link in the bio mm. And on Twitter, um, it's the actual website address, and you'll get a whole nice little tidy list mm. of everything you can find from the YouTube channel, the Discord, uh, Patreon page, all that sort of stuff is all on a nice. Wherever tidy you list. are, you're going to find yeah. these links. We're going to get them out to you. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's the, that's the place to find them right now. That's our little plea. So you haven't, we haven't mentioned that for a while, but yeah, if you you know want to get more involved with, if you want to help power our retro gaming, our mini retro gaming network, then yeah, please do consider that. But so today's subject matter. Ooh. Can anyone hazard a guess at when I actually last spoke about Dreamcast games? <laughs> volume well, so one. The volume one. <laughs> the volume one. Three years. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so James says three years. Okay. Um, I don't reckon he's far off, is he? No, I, I think it is when you were living in um, the road in Kenley, I think. I remember that. What was it? I was living in Kenley. Yeah, I think it was a Kenley road. So it, it can't was. be crazy time away. I think I'm going to say yeah. two years. Two years ago, I announced it as uh, very proudly as something that uh, uh, this is going to be a new series. Yeah, we're I'm going to dig out one of, <laughs> oh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dig out red with yeah. cast games. Oh. I love. Well, hello, thanks for coming here. Hello, Keith and Adrian at the same time. Hello, um, you yeah. put it in stereo, then didn't you? I was like, oh, well, that was um, stereo. I was thinking, like, yes, we're going to cover rare Dreamcast games. It's going to be amazing and I didn't touch my GDMU and my Dreamcast for 
How many that, years? That was in December 2019. <laughs> oh, no. Yes! Oh, okay. Two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. So wow. that was actually pre-pandemic. And that, was so <laughs> that is so funny. So, but, but before the world went crazy. But I'm back. I've finally done a number two. A few people did comment on that, obviously, on the pod. Like, Where, where's, where's volume two, man? Here it is, guys. Better late than never. Exactly. So I scoured the internet for rare Dreamcast games. The problem with the Dreamcast is that they don't have, like, a World Championships cart or a Tetris that's mm. going to be released on the platform. They don't, there isn't a something that's, that's worth, like, a, like five figures or more. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say Half-Life. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, the Half-Life thing. Yeah, we, but you mentioned that on the Half-Life. We spoke so about I, I it. I sidestepped that, mm. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though, Ainge. Nice <laughs> try. Nice, nice, nice. Um, but, yeah, so I found... Three specimens of what might be called rare Dreamcast games. I'm doing the speech marks as well because they're not really rare. You can, if you know, well, you could afford them if you sold your car or something. You know, you could afford something. I I drive a 2009 Volkswagen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if I sold that, I could probably you buy might two of these. So. <laughs> You'd be able to buy the manual from one of them. Yeah. yeah. Or the jewel case. The jewel, the jewel case. Oh my God. Dreamcast jewel case. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Finding one of those in tax would be worth about £10,000. Broken yeah. hinges for days. Broken hinges for days. Anyway, so I've told the guys in the room about what I'm going to um, talk about. First one. First one is up with something... A genre of our minor Keiths especially that we do like horror. Yeah. <laughs> did you like that? That was good. <laughs> was horrifying. That was horrifying. I'm like chilled to my very bones. Um, we can't afford a sound effects department, so I'll have, to, I'll have to do the best you've got. We can't actually, but this fancy pod recorder, you can actually put sound effects on these little light up buttons here. Oh, so next oh, we need to do that. Like, uh, you know, don't like tempt me. Radio DJ, like the toilet flush sound. <laughs> <laughs> And then, <laughs> whenever there's a horror game, yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay, all right, fine. That's one of okay. our improvements. Yes, with all the like, <laughs> yes. with all the additional five pounds, you could back get. sound effects. Yeah, join us. I was tumbleweed sound after someone's bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we need that one. We need that one. Yes, yeah. we need tumbleweed. Okay, all of, all of that is all of In that will be done. <laughs> they will be done. All right. So, so it's horror. But what we mostly know as horror is survival. horror. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know your Resident Evils and your Silent Hills yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. and your slightly more abstract ones. There's not really many like horror games that are just horrific. Ill Bleed definitely steps into that sphere. Mm-hmm. So Ill Bleed was released in uh, between March and April 2001 in North America and Japan only. Oh, wow. So it didn't get a PAL release, hence why it is on my list today. Ah. Um, so it was developed by Crazy Games. <laughs> Crazy Games. Uh, what did they do? They did something called Maze of the Kings, which is a rail shooter. Don't mind a rail shooter. Okay. And they did Blue Stinger. Keith, how much oh, do I love Blue Stinger? Still love Blue Stinger. <laughs> um, you love do it. You still, do you get I still. I remember. If, I've, if I've I have, that. it's been well looked after. I wanted so. to. I was. I basically forced it upon Keith, and I said, "You have to play <laughs> Blue Stinger." Because I don't get why people like it. I don't. <laughs> it I don't. does have quite a cult following. It has a cult um, following. Weird thing about Blue Stinger, there's two versions of that, and I want to play the other one. So apparently the Japanese version mm. doesn't have the followy camera. So oh. it's got more static camera. So, apparently so more, it's probably it's easier scary. to play as well. It's easy to play, and it's probably a bit more scary. Okay. So maybe people like the Japanese version, but I don't know. Anyway, so these guys 
Demi no, or Blue Stinger. Okay. So the graphic style is very similar to Blue Stinger. Uh, supposedly, Ill Bleed did not sell well. Um, it was hampered by poor critical reception. E. I'm selling it to you now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you um, really want one now. Yeah, you really want it now. So what is it? What is it? It basically is a horror game where you control the main protagonist, Erico Christie. I'm pretty sure, because it shows you her ID card in places. She's 15 years old. Okay. And she loves horror. Right. Good job, horror. really. Why does she love horror? Well, I'm kind of confused as to why she loves horror, because <laughs> the game opens up with her giving a speech about her childhood. Basically, a childhood that involved growing up with a father who was a horror park, a horror theme park designer. <laughs> Hmm. A horror theme park designer who liked to test out his props and traps on her, especially before she went to bed. <laughs> what a father figure. What a role model. Dad of the year. As a five-year-old. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. I mean, are you tempted to do that with your kids? That was actually pay well the job. That's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now you're talking, yeah. If you were going to t- practice them on anyone, why would you want to scare your child half to death before they went to bed? I can see already where this is going. Yeah, this is where this is going. So she, thankfully, her mum divorced said father when she was six. And now they are estranged. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, oh. What about the game? You're scaring me. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at the other end of the table. Jeez. <laughs> so, so um, Erica and a few of her mates uh, received these invites to go to a new, a new horror theme park oh. called Ill Bleed. Ill Bleed. Nice. And the, the with the in the, the invites promise a prize of one million dollars. No. One hundred million dollars <laughs> to anyone who reaches the end of that the game. Ho- that's a lot how of mu- money. How much money did you get in a Squid Game? A billion oh, won, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, it wasn't a hundred million dollars won. equivalent, though, was it? Yeah, no, it, it worked out how the thing. exchange rate worked out. No. A lot, a lot. It was, it was several hundred million. I there think was a giant pig pool. Yeah, yeah. No Squid Game spoilers on this, people. Not my life. What Squid Game? It's great. Yes. Okay. Don't worry. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, That's a big prize. So Erico's mates decide to go to Ilbury. So she kind of hangs back a couple of days. And they they ain't coming back. She's wasted a couple of days. She's like, oh, man, i got to (laughs) go. So she goes to Ilbleed. Spoiler alert. In Ilbleed, you can actually die. (gasps) No. For reals. For, for reals? I thought this for is a theme park. No just... wonder the game's rare. <laughs> <laughs> the only people that have ever played it have never you come back with it. You can't die. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a survival game based in a horror theme <clears throat> park. Yeah. Alright? So there's no there are weapons as such, but there's no like all out guns, yeah. collecting <laughs> ammo, like, you know, loads of melee combat. It's not it's not really how it works. So the, um, Erico has four senses. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't see that. It's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is clever. So you've got your your sight, sight, your hearing, hearing, smell, smell. 
And... And... Uh, I see dead people. Six cents. I see dead people. We're missing Phil then. If that, if that was a, we're missing Phil, aren't we? Is that the missing sense? Touch. Oh, touch. And yeah. taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, taste. Phil, who's he? She's just gone with those ones because you don't want to be going like... Scr- like scrambling around ill bleed with your hands out or tasting things or tasting things <laughs> please <laughs> lick the stick of dynamite on the floor <laughs> please no please no so the game focuses on trying to identify traps mm. Um, mm. and then you, buy, you, you place markers so what you have to do is you start every level and you have to try and find this thing called the horror monitor mm. which is like binoculars but like can actually like spot traps and things Okay. so you have to wait you have to get into the level and you have to wait until all of your senses, they're all like heart monitors at the mm. top of the screen. You have to wait until all your, your your senses go off at once. And then if you do that, then you keep on pressing A and then you'll find, you'll keep searching and you'll find the horror monitor. And then from then, when you press the, the R trigger, when one of your senses goes off, so say if like one of, one of the heart monitor things is going up on top, you press R and it zooms in on potential points yeah, yeah. where the trap has been. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So you have to use your, your common sense in a way, but a lot of the game, the game was criticised for being a bit random, so you have mm-hmm. an, an adrenaline score, mm. and you can't let the ad- your adrenaline score run out, but every time you put one of these little blue markers on where one of these traps might be, it depreciates your your, your adrenaline, adrenaline score. Mm. But then when you get one right, so when you move to one of your markers, and if you actually guess that there's a trap there, it goes, it goes... It doesn't. I've got like a like a Luigi's like sound in my head. Like, <laughs> like no, it's like it's something like she's happy. She's basically happy. So oh, she okay. makes a happy noise, and then like, <laughs> she, and then your adrenaline score bumps up. Um, it's it's really interesting kind of game mechanic because mm. you don't, you can't just go flying around, Plow, plowing through it. Yeah. You the problem really. is is that you'll trigger a lot of these traps before you get this this horror moment. Uh. So you'll see things go off and you just have to kind of not try and move where you think things might fly out. But a lot of it is so alluring. Like I, I remember playing the first the first stage and there's like there's like a bloody window. And you kind you can't help going You've over like to have yeah. you know what's gonna come out of it. <laughs> More blood, more blood. It just flies at you. The gore is just—it's it, so over the it's top. Off the chart, isn't it? It is so over the top. But it's—it's it's, it's such a weird—it's such a weird game to play, and it's so unnerving. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the word. That's the word. Because I was—I was watching uh, some review videos and things like. Because I've never—I've never played this, but yeah. Um, it is really like unnerving. It—it ju- it does genuinely like mm. disturb you a little bit. Yeah. Because it's. It's just, I, I can't even put my finger on it. It's just very odd. It's a very odd setting and a very odd game. And it's not like something you'd expect because you've got your Resident Evils, you've got your, you know, your zombie settings, you've got your survival horrors. It's just a bit kind of, I don't know, it makes your skin crawl a little bit. But the the the, the blood, the, the, the gore type thing. It's was, so over the top. All I could think of was that, that um, scene in Kill Bill when she's in the dojo. It just looks like that. I mean, I one of the uh, levels that the guy was on who was reviewing it was there was um, there's like a fence and there's like wooden panels over an entrance to something. And he did exactly what you said, which was looked like zoomed in on, on one of these panels. Mm. And he kind of knew what was going to happen and he still walked <laughs> and tried to get through the gap. And it fell down and it went... <laughs> 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 and I was like, okay, that's what to expect then. But yeah, it's made up some good sound effects. Isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. <for> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it, yeah, you have to just really avoid them, and it is a little bit haphazard and it's a little bit random. There are she can die 
in a lot of ways. <laughs> so running out of adrenaline, you run out, there's a strength, um, like a stamina meter. Uh, you can bleed to death. Obviously, mm. if you take, take too many too many sort of melee, melee attacks to yourself. Uh, and she can also be scared to death, which is oh, quite funny. So, so you've got your heart rate yeah. monitors for the, for the sensors, but you've actually got her heart thumping away in the bottom right-hand corner yeah, of the screen. Cool. And if that goes over 179 beats per minute, down she goes. She's just gone. Oh, yeah. Wow. So there's a lot, there's a kind of a lot to absorb. And you kind of, it's, it's just a really odd. I just couldn't, I, I played, you know, what's the ball through, but I could only, I couldn't even finish the first scenario. Wow. Yeah. It was too it was, tough. Yeah. So you're in this horror park and you go, the first place is in, in sort of Cine world. Um, the themes are slightly macabre and they are, well, as you would expect yeah, yes, from, yes. From, from, from a horror game. Uh, and a little bit, a few of them are a little bit closer home, so we won't touch on that. But if you like horror stuff mm. and you're intrigued by it, you go and check it out. Um, you can buy food and things. You can buy items to help you. You can pick up, you can pick things up because each stage has like a boss. Mm. Or there is a, a theme to the story and this boss will come at you. You can't go at him as such or go at them as such but they'll drop stuff and you can acquire items mm. so you have to acquire certain items to then obviously hit them or trigger things and yeah it's 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 a good idea it's a good idea the execution is not quite there it's has that blue stinger look so yeah peak the the um the cutscenes and things their faces don't the move. mouse don't move yeah yeah, so mouse yeah. Don't move, which is quite creepy in itself mm. really. yeah, yeah. You're thinking oh, okay this is weird okay <laughs> And the voice acting, um, again, I would assume that the Japanese version is better voice acting wise, but wow. Yeah. <laughs> it is, I love it though. It's that, the kind yeah. of that late 90s, early 2000s terrible voice acting games, you know? Mm. So it makes it a bit more kind of like creepy though, weird. It is, yeah. Because it it's, it's just got like a disjointed feel almost. And it's, it, it's, is. it is very strange. And it's not, I don't, I'm struggling to think of something that's as kind of on the same. Level is that in terms of making you feel a bit weird? Yeah, it's it, just an odd, yeah, very unnerving, very very weird, very strange. It's just an odd. It's just an odd game. Um, graphically, it's not quite PS2 level graphics, so mm. it doesn't no. really push the Dreamcast. It's kind of like PS1 plus mm. kind of graphics. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Is that fair? I don't know. I quite like the look of it. It's, yeah. it's very Dreamcast. Yeah. So even though it's a horror game, it still feels really sort of colourful and arcadey looking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, in terms of the character models and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, I like the look at it. Yeah. Look I, mean, of it. Is it, I know you guys have seen videos. And yeah. Things. Is it something that you'd like to obviously start playing? I, I've, I've got it on my GDMU, so I'm going to lend it. To yeah, you. I would love to try it. Obviously, I love horror games. And it just, it's just got diff- those different gameplay mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it might not have been implemented that well, but it seems like a, a good idea. Mm. So I definitely want to give I it a try. purely out of morbid curiosity. Yeah. Uh, just because of seeing those, I've seen. I think I've, I watched a, a quite a, a lengthy review video, actually, to be fair, and then a couple of other shorter, like just gameplay mm. videos. And yeah, I, just purely out of curiosity about how I kind of would handle mm. with like my gaming experience to see how I would kind of handle the traps and stuff. Mm. I'd probably be horrible, but I don't know. I'd, yeah, but yes, I would. I think mm. the answer to it is yeah, I'd have a go definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. Mm. I think each level is based on a horror film. I, yeah. I read. Or heard on the review yesterday, and I think we can talk about the Twitter level a little bit. Go on, then. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah. Apparently, the, the reviewer said that should be level one, really, because it's more of a tutorial level. But it's yeah. it's it's like a whole level based on a sort of 
parody of the Toy Story film. So, <laughs> adult okay. Toy Story. Adult yeah. Toy Story. It gets a little bit adult. Um, don't want to get too out, but check it out if you want to see some quite weird things. Um, yeah. So, I, it's unusual looking game, isn't it? Yeah. It is really. It really is. I think it, it's definitely something that, that's worth playing. By, via emulation. So, <laughs> it's a rare Dreamcast game. Sort of. How much would you expect to pay for it? So... The Japanese version is quite readily available. I say quite. You can pay as little as eighty pounds yeah. for a copy, for a used copy. Um, to I've seen one listed for about one hundred and fifty pounds. So obviously, depending on the right. Version. right. So the North American version. So here we go. The North American version was released by AIA. So I think Crazy Games self-published the first one in Japan. Um, with the with the, so the, this the AIA version with the English dub mm. is about three hundred to four hundred pounds second hand. Oh. Oh. Ouch! Eesh. It's a bit of wedge, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit of wedge. But if you sold the Volkswagen Polo, <laughs> that would take. That and would as take it goes, I know someone who's got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, three hundred four hundred pounds. Uh, wow. You can get a sealed version. Oh man, <laughs> put another zero on the end of that. At least you can get a sealed version of the North America, the, 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 the North American one, for eight hundred pounds. There you go. That's a, it's still a lot of money, though. <laughs> I can get that for my pilot. Eight hundred pounds. Straight copy of your bleed. I'm just gonna have a copy of your bleed that I'll never ever get to play because it's sealed and I don't ever want it. And which version is that? That's the that's, that's the US North one. American mm. AIA version because of course wow. it was never released. In power. Oh, yeah. And Strange, huh? I presume the sealed Japanese ones are maybe a little bit more available than that, perhaps. Oh, yeah. If there um, are any. Oh, the thought. Mm. I mean, yeah, you look, so it would be 150 plus for like a oh, sealed right, so. Japanese one. But hey, you know. You can always say it'll, it'll bleed your bank account. It'll bleed. <laughs> no. Or your polo. <laughs> I mean, it'll bleed is a funny name. But I've noticed if you put an apostrophe after the I, it'll bleed. I'll bleed. That's creepy. Anyway, on that note. Have any of you guys heard of white label promo Dreamcast discs? I've heard of them. You've heard of them? Seen yeah. them around? Yeah. No, no, no. So basically, back in the days, uh, games reviewers and outlets would get demo versions of games or promo copies of games so they can review them, right? Mm-hmm. So these are lying around. And all that. They're about, so for the normal Dreamcast library, they're about £100 a disc. Right. I told you guys to look up Sega Extreme Sports. What do you think of Sega Extreme Sports as a game? The reviews weren't that positive when the ones I watched. They said it was a little bit... Mm. The graphics weren't amazing. It was a little bit... It's a bit like a mashem of like SSX and... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all on the same It's all on the same track, though. So, so the idea is that you like... You, you start, start off... Isn't yeah, you start off with Extreme Sports. And then you can then whip out a snowboard and <laughs> then go down the mountain on a snowboard. And a quad bike. Yeah, and then end up on a quad bike. Yeah. And then do a bit of a stage on the quad mm. bike and then do the hang gliding again. Yeah. And it, I like, the idea of it, yeah. I think, is that's really cool because yeah. it's not just one thing. But it, I mean, I've not played it, but it, from what I could, the footage I could see, did look a bit clunky and a yeah. bit kind of it, boxy. Oh, it's a bit odd that you chose that game. I'd say, why has Dylan chosen this well, game? Well, mm. you can get it for £10. Well, yeah. It's rare. Why have you chosen that game? <laughs> you can get disc-only versions for £5. Pounds. Huh. Okay. Huh. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell your polo and get about a million copies of that <laughs> I could get 200 discs yes. of, Sega, of Sega Extreme Sports yeah um, 
So we go back to the white label thing, right? So I saw, and I cannot find this thing anywhere else. So I can only assume this is, let's say this is the going way for this. The Sega Extreme Sports white label Melka version. Melka. Milk. Anyone like milk? Anyone know what milk is? Milk. It's not milk in a can. No. <laughs> oh, milk can. No, it's not milk can. Milk can. Milk can. No, go on. It's the European Cadbury's. Milk can. Oh, oh Milka. Milk can. Wait, what? Oh. Why, so why is there a milk Why is there a chocolate version of this game? <laughs> I have no I idea. Answers. I have no idea why this is out there. The milk uh, cow. I'll put a link to the YouTube video in the. Do you know what? That reminds me. Remember when they made the Jack CD? They made. Jack CD chocolate CDs, didn't they? Almost like, as a sort of gift. Okay, don't put them in the don't put them in the thing on, <laughs> yeah. on your own. <laughs> yeah. Maybe those, that's it. Those things are worth about a grand box. Um, <laughs> yes, don't put, don't put the chocolate in there. Um, but yeah, so there is a Melka promo with this, and wow, I, could, I was scouring the place. If you've got one of these, right? Someone I don't know if someone's being cheeky, but it could be well worth fifteen hundred quid. No. Whoa! And if that is the only one, so what is it? Just what, like, if if, if you were to buy it, what do you physically get? You get a demo, right? You get I think possibly a time demo. It's a short, um, but at the beginning of it, it has a message in German from Melka. <laughs> My German is terrible, right. but I estimate it says something like. This is a demo disc. <laughs> Thanks for that. Enjoy your bar of milk. <laughs> so I can only assume that you had to like maybe buy some milk. Oh, no, send off. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was a send off the. Especially our, oh, German, yes. yeah. yes. especially our German listeners. Mm. Or I don't know if this was released. In, it's in German language, so it could have been released in Switzerland. It could mm. be released in Austria as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who knows this story, please let us know on the socials. Yeah. what it's about. Um, but yes, it had this little message from Melka at the beginning, which looks very nice, and then you play the demo. <laughs> and that's it. That is funny. 1,500 quid gets you that. Wow. Or, or you could spend £5 on that on the full game. Well, you don't get the top of the message. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. Yeah, I just I, I prefer the Melka one. <laughs> Adrian would rather have a chocolate Jaguar disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also need to brush up on my German, but that's on the answer. Yeah. So there you go. So Sega Extreme Sports... Milker edition, white label promo. Do you like hundred quid? Do you like the game? Possibly. Did you like it? The game? Not really. It's all right. Yeah. It's mm. okay. I mean, there are far better uh, extremely winnery sports mm. games on that level of console. So it's, mil- it's, it's milky ochre execution. I mean, if you want the the tenor version for your Dreamcast uh, <laughs> collection, then go for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Stop milking it. You can. Have it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know dad jokes are off limits. <laughs> So, yes. the final of the three. The final of the three rare, rare. rare. Dreamcast games. It's something called Moho. Moho? Moho. And I don't know why it's called Moho, because it's known as Ball Breakers <laughs> in North America, and also on the other platforms it's on, namely PS1. Anyone checked out Moho? Oh, yes. Ball Breakers. I did, actually. I had a, I had a look at it. Yeah. So, according to SegaRetro.org, mm-hmm. great little Good website, site, that is. Yeah, and yeah. I would take stuff that they say as <clears throat> given, right? mm. uh, they say that Moho is the only ever UK-only Dreamcast released. Okay, so wow. already we're, we're, we're into the rare. Wow. We're into the rare. That's why it's on the list. So, as Moho... 
is, not as ball breakers. Not as ball breakers. <laughs> is the only ever UK only Dreamcast release. Wow. What does Moho stand for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you, and I don't even know why they couldn't call it ball breakers. And it's written, it's capital M, lowercase O, capital, capital H, H, lowercase, lowercase O. o yeah. So, must be so talking about the game, I still can't see any kind of correlation. So, mm. quick, quick bit of critical reception because I wanted to know what people thought thought about. It. So, so I couldn't get Moho uh, disc image to play, so I played the PS One version. Oh. So I'm assuming <gasps> boo, <gasps> I don't know, scandal, scandal, <laughs> scandal. <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming that it's the same game. But this this is the kind of stuff that it got. So from this is the PC and the the, the PlayStation version. Um, the rating so six out of ten, six out of ten, seven out of ten, three point five out of ten, out damn, five point three out of ten. IGN actually gave it the highest score, gave it seven point five out of ten. Um, Jeu video ten, um, eleven out of twenty. Well, like out of twenty. Uh, and then PC Zone gave the PC version thirty-two percent. Yes, so it doesn't really start off well for. Moho slash ball breakers. <laughs> I'm sorry, because over here, what, what's a ball breaker over in, over in England? And in, in, our, in our kind of England, a ball breaker, a ball buster. I want to say Margaret Patcher, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's someone, that, someone that gives you a hard time. Someone gives you, yeah, yeah, yeah busting my balls, yeah. <laughs> a ball breaker. So maybe maybe it's, it's more. It's more with with our kind of talking. Maybe, maybe there was yeah. something like like a like a food or something that was on the market called ball breakers or like. That was was a kind of a copyright infringement or something at the time, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, why these could have been, are perhaps. But what it has led to is that Moho only exists in PAL territories on two customs. Moho. So, yeah. uh, what is it? So, it is a. Well, the plot. <laughs> yeah, what it is. It's so funny. <laughs> it's the loosest use of that word. <laughs> no, no, it's like film. Convicts get sent to a planet to, 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 to battle it out in a variety of. But they have events. Yeah, but what do they do to them? Um, <laughs> they don't have legs. They don't, <laughs> they don't have legs. Their legs. Balls. They don't they have legs. In, with... Instead of legs, they have a ball. So, <laughs> so the <laughs> It's funny, it's funny. It's funny. Kind of things. So, oh, you could, uh, so there's standard races. Um, there's stuff where you like collect tokens and like, yeah, sort of, yeah. do Tony Hawk kind of half pipe stuff. And um, you just like there's one where you just smash the living hell out of other guys with with balls as feet. And when you do, they break. They all break apart. Ball breakers. Ball breakers. Thus, I see what they did there. Thus, but it does lend to. A different kind of dynamic because if they were people, they would run around obviously with legs. Yeah, <laughs> this is what they do. Yeah. The, physics, the physics element. So what you're trying yeah. to do is basically mm. push add inertia to a ball to move the yeah. guys around. Don't you? That's, that's, I really like that concept. Do you not think? I think is it like I'm, looking at James he's, I'm looking at James because he's actually sort of no. It is, a, it is a really clever idea because I, I I actually saw a couple of videos and when people were actually using like the 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 terrain the ramps, got, like, ramps stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you had to be really precise about like the amount of movement that you made to get to the top of a ramp mm-hmm. and then there's some levels where like some mm-hmm. levels where you've got these huge ramps and you like margin for error is massive mm-hmm. and then you've got these other ones where you have to be really really careful and there's like a, a little walkway 
um, and you have to kind of get onto the walkway and then like break. Mm. You have to use, there's that like does a break button, isn't there? Like there's like an accelerator break button. It does. Yeah, it does. Sound you, like that, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you've got to be really, really careful. So there's like the the the, the physics are very clever, actually. Mm. I think, um, and it's yeah, that's that's probably what sets it apart from anything else, I suppose, that was even remotely like it. Yeah. If there was anything else that was remotely like it, yeah. I really like the ideas in the game. Okay. Yeah, but the problem is, is the execution. This, I'm talking about the, the PS version. It's not quite there. It feels a little bit claustrophobic okay. because the guys are pretty big on the screen. So yeah, they are, when you're yeah. moving it around and you're moving it around the terrain, you can't. There, there are quite small stages, but they are. It does feel a bit hemmed in. So is if it, it was a little bit zoomed out, I was say, is it because the camera I mean, feels too close? Or? Yeah, it's a bit close. If it was a bit zoomed out and the arenas were a little bit bigger, again, it would have been mm. better. That moving the ball around doesn't feel quite right. It, you can't use the analog. For, for, it should be analog. Like I balance. couldn't. I couldn't use the analog stick. So I'm only assuming mm. that it was pre Dual Shock. Oh, okay. So yeah. it wouldn't have had a yeah. an option to to actually use the stick. But mm-hmm. but my my controller, my PC. So I imagine on Dreamcast, it would feel a bit better, better because obviously the stick, they had the yeah. analog. Yeah, so maybe you could roll it around a bit. Better. Uh-huh. But yeah, it just didn't doesn't feel quite right. When you're hitting the machine, so gladiators yes. hitting each other. Clang. Clang, smash. It was like slap, slap, oh. slap. Oh, yeah, slap, slap, slap. yeah, it did look a bit like that. It was yeah. slap, sort of like empty, <laughs> empty <laughs> swings. Yeah. Slap, 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 slap. It was it's too whiffy. It's too one of the best agreed. Yeah, it just isn't it hasn't got that kind of crunch. No weight to it. There's no crunch. You know why I mean like Streets of Rage 2, there's a crunch. Yeah. Like, and why, 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 yeah, why, why like Streets of Rage 2 a bit slap no Street Race 3 a bit slappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah, there was like that kind of crunch. That crunch. There's no crunch to oh. breakers. Oh uh, no crunch. There's no crunch to Maho. Yeah. Yeah. Maho. It's called Maho. Maho. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Maho. I don't know. Hello yeah. Maho. It just yeah, it's like and I like I like the way that you compete for your little metal coin things and you then okay you've got enough then to go to the next arena or the next mm. thing and then it yeah, opens yeah. up another sort of you know array of competitions mm. so it's ah it's just so it's so close it's one of these average games good idea so but close to being yeah. a good game that people actually remember that's sad isn't it? would you mm. like your legs to be chopped off replaced with a big ball <laughs> I mean, I love the fact you. Wait, can I just stop you there? <laughs> Dylan's actually deliberating this. Like, I'm like, this, this I'm, 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 I'm like, man. Um, in a well, few years, when I leave the things up, right? Yeah. <laughs> when I leave that hip replacement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. then um, yeah, hit just me take up. it all out. <laughs> Give it a bit. We'll go and play some gauntlet. Yeah. On, yeah. On the, yeah. I mean, you'd be able to get to places quicker. Yeah, yeah. let's be honest. We you could know. get down the skate park. And it, down the ramp. The skate wouldn't be tired. Yeah, it wouldn't be tired. It's just rolling tired. You just like roll. Just roll everywhere. Yeah. It would be, be fine. It would be fine. No, I think it's no. It's got some great ideas. Mm. It's one of these. Why well, don't I don't know? If, again, hit us up if you know about any games that are like this. Because has someone done a better version of this? Has someone done an iteration of Ball Breakers or something similar where you know mm. where you can actually do this kind of stuff in the gladiatorial arenas? So you're you're a criminal then. You're playing a criminal. 
So you're a crook. Yeah, they're all but what would you do if you they? win ball breakers? Do you get your freedom or something? Yeah, I think it is. Isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. Yeah. But you've got you're you're minus, minus your legs, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got a few to choose from. They supposedly all have different attributes, and I chose a couple of guys. I couldn't really see any difference. Right. <laughs> they're all a bit slappy, slappy. They're all a bit, <laughs> bit slappy. All a bit quicker. No, what was it? Whiffy, whiffy. But I guess that's the word. Yeah, I guess there's one guy with like massive arms. So you assume that he'd be a bit more powerful, mm. and like you know. So there is a little bit of tactics. In Moho slash Bobo. Moho? That's got to be a mission. We've got to find out. We need to well, know. I need to know why, why it's called Moho. Again, yeah. anyway. there's the homework. And why someone thought that would be a good idea, because why would you call again Moho? Yeah. There's actually, Mo-ho. there's actually just on a, on a little side note, there's a there's a little um, challenge, well, there's a challenge throughout the game, and I looked this up, and there's actually quite a few people that st- like that have had the game have gone, gone after this mm. and you know on um, like Doom for example you have a, a time uh, a time at the bottom it tells you how long you did it mm, yeah. and then it says you've got like a time to beat and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so there's a lot of games like that but there, there's there's some games that have like developers time or mm. whatever it is now this one has something at the bottom I don't know if you spot, you've seen this mm. it says lost time Right. There's actually at the end of a level, like you have race I think there's gauntlet there's oh a, you've got to beat a, a, a token level yeah, 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 so there's yeah, a timer yeah. <clears throat> And it tells you how quickly or how slowly you've done it. Mm. So at the bottom on each level, there's there's a little section. It says lost time. Mm. Do you know what that is? Yeah. And I, I, I carried on watching the video. Of this guy reviewing it. And he went into some detail. Essentially, it's like it's an almost impossible time to do the level in. Right? Mm. You can do it. Or some of them you can do it like normally. Mm. There's other levels you actually have to physically break the level by do it by glitching like onto top of wow. hills and stuff oh, like wow. that. Right. And apparently, like this is this was a big thing. This okay. for, for a short lost period time. of time when this wow. there's, it's called the lost time. Yeah. And I don't know why it's called the lost time, but apparently, the, you, like if you could, you can actually achieve those times. There's like some of them that are so ridiculous, like eight seconds to do a level. Yeah. Some of them <laughs> are like glitch. thirty-five <laughs> seconds. Yeah, but it's it's you do like the level, but there's like a place where you can jump on top of a a thing that you're not supposed to jump on top of, oh, and okay. you find. Part of it. yeah. So, ah. but what it, what's odd to me is that like the developers would actually put that in yeah. there to say, well, come on then, glitch the game if you glitch can. Glitch the game. Mm-hmm. Do you mean try yeah. and beat this? Do you mean try mm-hmm. and beat the time by just breaking the level? You know, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's interesting. It just seems a bit mm-hmm. weird that they would put that in there. But hey, there you go. It's just a weird. Yeah, it's yeah. It is. It's one of these almost games, but almost an almost game. consigned consigned to history. So you want to you want to pick up a copy? Yeah, on my phone, obviously, because it's the only. How many polos is it worth? It's the only. <laughs> oh, it's worth two and a half polos. Two and a half polos. <laughs> wow. Um, nice <laughs> yeah, a mint. A polo is worth two and a half of these. So yeah, you're looking, and I could only find the cheapest. The cheapest you can get it for is four hundred quid. Oh, yeah. how about for ball breakers? Is and that, that's used. And that's for the power version, Moho. I guess that is the PAL Gene Cars version of Moho. It's four hundred quid. Unless you get the Yorkie version, which is <laughs> oh, you made me the Yorkie version. Yorkie promo version. <laughs> But, you know, people do collect those white labels, actually. So, you know, you get one of these white label collectors. If you've got that Melka one, <laughs> you'll see it on something nice there. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so that that is finally Volume Part 2. Part 2, yeah. Hey. So, another five years and we get Volume 3 there, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I need some ideas as to what are actual rare Dreamcast games. So, you know, my... my my research is threadbare, threadbare at the best of times. So, yeah, again, you know, hit us up. Uh, social email whatever you want to do uh, and just let us know 
But, and again, enjoy the video of Volume 1, or the podcast of Volume 1, if you want to listen to me talk about Project Justice, Cannon Spike, um, and Geiger Wing 2. So Geiger Wing 2 almost made me throw up, because I played it it after extensive PSVR play, so Ah, that did not help. Uh, Project Justice is good for a bit of a slap around, and Cannon Spike is like one of my favourite Dreamcast games, so go and check that out. So... From me, I will say goodnight. And from the boys... Adios. See you later. I'm going to go and break the balls. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots more retro gaming goodness and to delve into our archives. Our podcasts are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review and a rating, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to support Arcade Attack, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash arcadeattack, which will give you access to exclusive podcasts, interviews and other bonus content. So, until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.